Aha. Uh-huh. Oh. Get off your phone. I have a reveal for you. Oh my god. <laughs> da 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 da! Off my first layer of tank top to reveal a second tank top with the Rugrats on it. In case anyone was confused by You've the been screaming. wearing that since I got here? <laughs> I have been. That's amazing. Oh, it's very hot in this room. <laughs> but it was worth it, because that was a great reveal. No, I forgot when you gave me my prompt of a Rugrats fanfic that I had this shirt and then all I wanted to do was, like, reveal the shirt to you. The fanfic is uh, the shirt. Yes. We're not doing anything. No, it's just, like, the it's like the opening logo from the Rugrats. Yeah. Um, I want to say it's originally from Forever 21, but I found it at the Goodwill. <laughs> Beautiful. Where I find most of my clothes, because I'm poor. <laughs> and fashionable. <laughs> Uh, That's anyway. where all the poor fashionable people find their clothes. It's also just the fashionable Also people. just the fashionable people. Because, like, if I had found, like, it's like a, like a lace back, like, yeah. it's a very, like, elaborate shirt. And if I had found this at Forever 21, I've been like, this is stupid. But because I found it at Goodwill, it was perfect. I was like, wow, a lace back and Rugrats? This is amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, it was a good find. I didn't find it after the, after you gave me that suggestion, though that would have been also amazing. I've had this shirt for a while. Welcome to Fine Pairings. <laughs> I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And in the tradition that we have somehow happened upon, I have brought a very interesting fanfic. <laughs> sure, based my, on the Rugrats. Yeah, so that, what was your... My prompt was, I think it was just rug, a just... Rugrats fanfic. As far as I know, there was no other no. major caveat. Yeah, I didn't know if there would be anything, so... There okay. was many things. This was, a jur- this was a journey, Claire. Oh my God. So in my brain... I was like, okay, I figure there's going to be Rugrats fan fiction. I just, like, have a feeling because there will be. So in my brain, I was like, okay, i got to narrow it down a little bit. And I was like, oh, you know what would be fun is if there was a Rugrats all grown up time travel fanfic. Because oh. that, no. I, so I was like, oh, that's the first place I'm going to go. But the problem is most fan fiction websites combine Rugrats and all grown up as one section. So when oh. I looked up all grown up Rugrats, time travel it was just Rugrats time travel oh. and it was or all grown up which yeah. for the friends here who are not from the 90s the Rugrats is a cartoon about babies and that seems like the core um of what it is if they're not babies I'm not interested no yeah grown <laughs> um, up didn't appeal to me oh uh, yeah all grown up came out I think like 10 years later so they were 10 years older I yeah. want to say and so I was a little bit too old for the cartoon that specific type of cartoon. I yeah, I tried it, but it's not as cute as the shenanigans. Like they yeah, there's into, not as many shenanigans because they're yeah. ten and it's not as. They got into teenager shenanigans. I don't care dumb. about teenage shenanigans. Right, there's so many shows. That do yeah, that. yeah, and like Angelica, instead of being an annoying three year old, is an annoying thirteen year old, and like yeah. you know, we don't need more of that in no. the world. Yeah. No offense, thirteen year olds, you're beautiful, perfect angels, and you have very tough lives. And you're because you're thirteen, annoying. but you're also kind of annoying. Mostly, it it sucks that your life is hard, but it gets. It gets better, it's but so also better. you're annoying. It's okay. You'll be less annoying in, like, three years. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> You'll look back on that time and be like, yes, huh, I, was no, I was annoying. I was very annoying. Do you remember me at 13? I was the absolute worst. Because I remember me at 13. It's like, we were friends then. I'm going to and... give you a snapshot of what I was like at 13. Okay. Uh, throwing a sleepover and then demanding we all play improv games at the sleepover. <laughs> yeah. That sounds <laughs> right. The most annoying thing I could possibly come up with. Yeah. <laughs> 
and I don't and I don't know what my personality was at thirteen. Possibly I had none. I want to say you were still doing karate. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I really, I was just annoying in that everyone is annoying at thirteen, yeah. in that it was like, and you, you had know, braces. Yep, I had I braces. Say. Yep. Um, probably got into my boy crazy time then. I had. Mm. I think my most annoying mm-hmm. thing was I had. 500 posters on my wall of boys. That was until you were 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it was a symptom that didn't break, but has maybe now. There are no boys. On I have my a wall very now. vivid memory of us living together like sophomore year and you running up to me and being like, Grace, I remade my One Direction wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and me being like, Claire. What is wrong with you? And, and to me, it was so much more tamed down than when my I was thirteen because uh, I would get those like te- like Tiger Beat, Teen Bop yeah. insert magazines, and then I would like painstakingly measure out on mm. the wall mm. so they were all evenly spaced, and it was like art. Mm. And um, it took me a really long time to get rid of those garbage um, mag- magazine inserts. I think but. at thirteen, I might have been only listening to musicals. Like, yeah, I didn't sounds, know any real music. That sounds accurate. Someone asked me what my favorite band was once, and I was like, uh, My Chemical Romance, because I knew one song of theirs, <laughs> and it was Welcome to the Black Parade. <laughs> you little emo. I still you. don't know any bands. Like, that hasn't changed, but I do listen to, like, yeah. music. And I think I was uh, listening to only Jonas Brothers and Disney music. Okay, so finding a Rugrats fanfic was a journey. <laughs> it was such a wild ride. Because I, okay, so I had this time travel idea, and I was like, oh, that would be really fun if they, like, team up and, like, young Tommy and old Tommy. Like, I had this whole vision in my brain of, like, something that I assumed would exist. Because when I typed in Rugrats, I got, like, a million things. Um, So I had to narrow it down in some way. And so then I was like, okay, well, you know what would be, like, fun is if there's I didn't want to divulge from the babies, because yeah. I was like, I don't feel like it's Rugrats if they're not babies. And most of the fanfics are all grown up, because teenagers have more drama to, like, do base things off yeah. of. So I didn't want to do an all grown up, because um, it seemed too easy and, like, a cop-out. And also boring. So I found a couple of ones with the babies, and I was like, we're going to go right into the mature category, because, like, that sounds like a good saucy place to be. <laughs> and there was less of them, so I had to read less. Mature babies. Yeah, like, mature content babies. Uh, and there was a couple. There was one that I was like, ah, oh, damn, like, this is really funny, because it was meant to be satirical, and it was written in the way of someone telling you an episode of Rugrats, but, like, drunk and, like, half-forgetting, but also it had, like, mature content. So it was, like... <laughs> and Dee, Dee was like, fuck this, I'm out! And, like, went off to have sex with whoever, and then yeah. Phil and Lil were like, fuck it! Like, you know, it was just yeah, very yeah, explicit, yeah. but there was a lot of N-words in it. So <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Not gonna do that. Uh, that is wild. Yeah, if you want to go find it later, I I don't remember who wrote it or anything about it, but like it was a just tr- put it those... was it, the first chapter made me laugh so hard because because of the way it was written <laughs> it was just wild. Just, so I'm not gonna yeah. read that one. So I narrowed it down to two uh, that were actually babies, and the one that I didn't end up reading <laughs> was. A guy who, in the in the fanfic, his name is Zach. He inserted himself into the fanfic. And he was also a Mary Sue because he was the smartest toddler of the bunch. Of course. But the whole story... A Larry Stewart. <laughs> is that a Mary Sue? <laughs> I was trying to think of what a male, male Mary, Mary Sue would be. Martin... Yeah, Martin Stewart. Oh, no, it's a person, isn't it? Martin Stewart. No. No. Who am I thinking of? You're thinking of Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Damn it, I... <laughs> Steve Martin. 
Anyway, so he's a he's a Martin Stew. He inser- inserted himself into the fanfic, but the whole thing was a metaphor about how he got fired from his radio station, <gasps> which what? is a little bit more interesting than the actual fanfiction, which was really boring. <laughs> I'm sorry, Martin Stewart. You, uh, I'm sure you got really slighted at your radio station. But that's what made what a, it funny, so I would have had to also read the whole story about the fan. Like, what the, a way to process your loss of job. Through Rugrats fanfiction. Oh, God, it wasn't... That's why it was... It was... Oh, it was a trip. So, but I didn't pick that one. Even though... Everyone should go read it. I'm sure I could go. It was on fanfiction.net. This is where I found all yeah. these. Um, that might... That wasn't a mature one. I think that was like teen... I had a word count constraint, so I went kind of in between. But the one I decided on... <laughs> is... Kind of a mess. And uh, the fun part is I I really tried to go in and find this person, um, this person's, like, bio and contact information because I was really curious about if they were an adult because it's very hard to tell. So they've been using fanfiction.net since 2009. Okay. So in nine my years. brain, nine years ago. Eight, ten years ago. Very, ten years ago. It's very unlikely that an eight-year-old was writing on fanfiction. Yeah. But not impossible. So I did some looking at their their uh, username is Lone Outlaw Star 7, the number 7, if you would mm-hmm. like to look them up. And this is, I think, the second most recent fanfiction they've written. This was written in 2016. And the first fanfiction I went back to read was written by a very young person. <laughs> But I'm like, it's probably not like an eight year old. It's probably like twelve year old. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And the, I, I really want Lone Star or Lone Outlaw Star to find us because I want a reason to read this first fan fiction that they wrote. I would guess that they're male just from that name, but I don't know. Their bio was the Edward of fan fiction. Which do you know who Edward is? No, it's like a weird familiar. director who only does in like black and white and is like creepy and like um, whole, okay, thing, yeah. whole thing, whole thing. Oh, so and their first fan fiction, fiction was uh, Wizards of Waverly Place fan fiction. Oh, pairing Alex and Justin. What? Who are siblings? Yes. No. There's a lot of them yelling at each other and being like, "I can't be in love with my sister." Nah, like very angst oh, feeling. Yeah, so yeah, like. Yeah. 12, 13, 14 would be reasonable. 8 seems a little out of the question. So I would be fairly certain that they were an adult when they wrote this. And at the very least are an adult now. Yeah. At least over 18. <laughs> but then I read their most recent fan fiction, and it was also kind of bad. So I... And it's, um... Do you know Girl Meets World? The Boy Meets World? Yes. Yeah, the... Next the, Generation. Yeah. It's about the main character who I think's name is Riley. Sounds right. Having her first kiss. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, the way... Does she kiss Zach? No, she kisses her friend, whose name I don't remember, because okay. I don't watch... It's a female, so I was, oh. like, into it. Okay. Um, but they're also 13, so I was like, yeah. don't understand. Don't understand anything about this person's demographic. No. But this seems like the... Aside from the incest stuff, the most dark fan fiction that they wrote... they're kind of all over the place so Lone Outlaw Star if you are still a minor I apologize because I'm going to roast you a little bit and I feel like Claire's probably also going to roast you a little bit lovingly roast lovingly roast because this was a wild read and I didn't not enjoy it excellent it's like uh, like when you slow roast a a brisket (laughs) like it makes it better it's just like that so that's what we're going to do to you I think this fanfiction was meant to be three chapters it is two, but I'm only going to read the first one because it's pretty much a standalone chapter. I did read the second chapter, and it's 
is unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the first chapter is the only thing you need to read. Also, I have a I have a beef with fan fiction websites because I can't copy and paste it directly. So I had to go into the source code and like find it, beautiful, and then copy it. And then I didn't. I'm just gonna scroll over the parts I'm gonna skip because I didn't have time to like read it all and yeah, yeah, yeah. go through it. But I I'm just gonna let you know that I did c- like cut in dramatic parts. This is oh. not the writer's part. <laughs> oh, you you've added some liberties. Yes, as as fan fiction writers sometimes do, they are a bit repetitive, and uh, sometimes you know you gotta keep the story moving. It's a it's a full like ten thousand word chapter. I would say it's like maybe a twenty thousand two chapter, yeah. um, but I'm not gonna read the whole read the whole thing. So this story takes place when Tommy is, I believe, two years old, okay. and Dill is seventeen months. So they are babies. For a second, I thought you were going to say 17 years. years. And I was like, Lord. Dill has aged. But only Dill. Yes. Uh, and Dill is 17 months. So they're still babies. And mm-hmm. all the rest of them are babies. And they're grown-ups are grown-ups, etc. Um, so it is in, in the vein of babies. But it is rated M for mature. M for mature. <laughs> and you will see why. So I have brought you a pairing. Yes. I want you to taste it first. Because oh, no. I think you might be able to guess what it is. Okay. But if not, <laughs> um, well, number one, mm-hmm. you served this to me in a tiki glass. That was mostly for whimsy. I kind of wish you could yeah, see yeah. it because I feel like that'd make it easier. It's to guess. it tastes grapey, but it does match the colors on like, my shirt, which is um, fun. like grapey. grape juice or Ooh, cough syrup mm-hmm. or. Okay. Um, mm. This is a dirty Shirley. What? This is a Shirley Temple with vodka. <laughs> Oh, <gasps> Rugrats, but rated M for mature. Yes. Uh, the original recipe oh, had me use cherry vodka, but I'm not a monster, and that sounds disgusting. No, that so sounds I just terrible. Use regular vodka. No, I do taste. Um, uh, that's what that fruity mm-hmm. taste is. Yes, it is grenadine. So yeah, yes, okay. It is uh, se- Sprite or Seven Up and grenadine and vodka, and that is it. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Yeah. No, the the vodka gave it that cough syrup taste. Yeah. It, well, the grenadine probably also. And the grenadine, yeah, the sweet. Yeah. So I was like, why am I tasting cough syrup? Cough syrup. But but no, it's yes. uh, okay. Otherwise, it's enjoyable. Yes. So rated I'm going M to for mature. read it M for mature, and I will put this up at the front because last week was a very seductive week. There is no sex in this fanfiction. I'm just going to let you know right now. Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, good. They're babies. There was sex in other fanfictions I read in research for oh, this. Oh, God. Yep. And just going to put that out there. I'm just going to throw out only <sighs> Rugrats grown up. Did I tell you the acceptable? worst thing? Skip ahead like 30 seconds. Yes. So in that one that I talked about, the satirical one with the N-words in it, Angelica <gasps> no. puts her adult Cynthia up Phil's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, he is into it. Oh no. They are babies. <laughs> um, that is and that's upsetting. not even the worst part. Oh no. <laughs> this is upsetting. It was a ride to find this pick. But this is the one that's stuck in my brain the most. Okay. And I am there are some uh very dark parts of this. I feel like there was a war actually I could read the warning before the actual fanfiction. The synopsis is what happens when Dill pushes Tommy too far? Parentheses. Warning, this fanfiction has very dark themes in it and should not be read by the faint-hearted. You have been warned. Oh no, there's gonna be murder. <laughs> You'll see. Uh, so that's... Uh, Tommy Gold, stick a screwdriver. That's your heads up. Okay. The name of this fiction is The Buried Secret of Tommy Pickles. 
but actually the name is Pickles DNA because I'm just reading chapter one and that's the name of chapter one. Okay. Pickles DNA by, I'm going to say his name wrong again, Lone Outlaw Star 7. Read your name from a chart. Oh, also, I do not own the rights to Rugrats for Nickelodeon. That's the, that's the first line. Don't come for us. <laughs> Don't come for me. I like how people put that as if we're not going to know. <laughs> Every time. Oh, okay. <sighs> Get ready. Dawn broke and it engulfed the bedroom of Tommy and Dill Pickles. The two-year-old Tommy Pickles was in his bed, half asleep. The 17-month-old Dill Pickles was in his crib, fast asleep. <laughs> Wait, pause. <laughs> I just, um, not to already stop, be this way. Mm-hmm. If you go straight that two years old mm-hmm. is 24 months mm-hmm. and that dill pickles is 17 months, mm-hmm. then they're like, what is that? Seven months apart. Yeah. So that's a little, that's a little tight. Yeah. I would also, based on what I remember, I think Tommy was one when dill was born. Yes. So this is a little up, but that's fine. Yeah. Oh, I will say I had like a recovered memory. Did you watch the first Rugrats movie? Yes. The one where Dill was born. Yes. There is a moment in that movie where they're like lost in the woods. They have like the Riptar wagon bike thing. Yep. And I cried. Of course. But there's a moment where Tommy like gets mad at Dill and Dill like cries and whimpers and that's what makes Tommy like He's going to smash the bananas on top of him. Yes. I think that's what this whole fic is based (gasps) on. Oh no. (laughs) I had like a recovered memory like, ah! And just, I feel like that's what... No, over Christmas, my siblings and I watched it, and then, like, my this mom... This Christmas? Yeah, like, fairly <laughs> recently, and I don't know why we did. Um, maybe it was the Christmas before. Either mm-hmm. way, I was an adult, as were all of my siblings. Mm-hmm. And my, me and my two siblings were, like, cuddled together on the mm-hmm. couch during that, like, banana Ugh. scene, Ugh. and, like, they were so lost, so and they were crying. I heard me the... in the movie theater and just being like... <laughs> no, and I, we were all so tense, and my mom looked over at us, and she was like, they make it out alive, guys. <laughs> you don't know. And we were like, we've seen it a thousand times. And she's like, we know, we know. Oh, Rugrats in Paris was such a good movie. I say that because Kinney is in this one, as Mm. far as I remember. And Kira, I think her mom is also in this one. Oh, yeah. And the, oh, I think there was a drinking game. The drinking game is whenever the writer describes one of the baby's voice as in a baby voice. Like, Tommy said, in his baby voice. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to let you know when it happens in in between, but I think it also happens a lot when I'm going to say Okay, that's what I have to drink? Yes, so they're in their beds. The 17-month-old Dill Pickles was in his crib, fast asleep. It's morning already, said Tommy. How can Dill be sleeping? He was up all night screaming because of the night scares he keeps having, said Tommy. Dee Dee and Stu came into the room. Morning, champ, said Stu. Keep it down, Stu. Dill is sleeping, Dee Dee said in a low tone. Oh, sorry, Dee Dee. How's he doing? Asked Stu in a low tone. (laughs) There's a lot of repetitive word usage. It's going to get harder to... Excellent, excellent. He seems fine now. I just hope it stays this way, said Dee Dee in a low tone. (laughs) Good thing Tommy was never like this when he was Dill's age, said Stu in a low tone. (laughs) I didn't realize it was going to be so repetitive so fast. It's going to get bad. Excellent. (gasps) Ready. Oh, that reminds me. Tommy and his friends are going to that playgroup this afternoon, so you need to get your dad to drop them off, said Dee Dee in a low tone. Sure thing. Is Dill going? Asked Stu in a low tone. (laughs) No. He is too young for something like that. Do you understand why I might have guessed that this was not an adult? (laughs) Yeah, I can see. Uh, I'm I'm reading between the lines. It keeps happening. 
Like, I passed over it in my brain when I was reading it in my head, but it's going to be really obvious when I'm reading it out loud. Yeah. Anyway, they're going to the playgroup. Uh, sure thing, is Dale going? Asked Stu in a low tone. No, he's too young for something like that, and he's going to be cranky after all the drama last night. You know what his, what he's like if he does not get a good night's sleep, said Dee Dee in a low tone. Come on, champ, time for breakfast, said to Tommy in a low tone. No, sleepy, Tommy yelled out in his baby voice. <laughs> Drink. I like how these, that's a, that's a adjective. In <laughs> just, baby just to remind you that he's a baby. <laughs> I already forgot. <laughs> that he has a baby voice. I'm only reading a fan fiction. <laughs> I already forgot. Tommy's outburst had woke Dill, who began crying. Shit. Stu, could you take Whoa. Tommy downstairs for his breakfast while I take care of Dill, said Dee Dee. Dee Dee, we don't say bad words when the kids are around, said Stu. I'm sorry, Stu. I just can't seem to think today, said Dee Dee. It's okay, said Stu, as he walked out of the bedroom. As he walked out, he came across Grandpa Lou in the hallway. Did I just hear Dee Dee use a bad word? Asked Grandpa Lou. Yeah, but I think it's only because we were up all night trying to get Dill to sleep, said Stu. Oh, was the little one having trouble again? Asked Grandpa Lou. Yeah, but how could you not hear him? He was up all night, Stu asked his father. Once I'm asleep, I'm out like a light, said Grandpa Lou. Well, anyway, you need to drop Tommy and his friends off at the playgroup and look after Dill because Dee Dee and I are going out, said Stu. I was going to go out with some of the boys today, said Grandpa Lou. No one else can do it. Come on, Dad, please do it for me, said Stu. Well, fine. I will look after Dill today, said Grandpa Lou. Hang on there. Why can't Dill go with them? asked Grandpa Lou. <laughs> he has this problem. You can see how it's formatted. I kept it pretty true to, like, the actual formatting. And, like, the same person will say thing like, multiple words. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he will feel the need to... Tell you after That's, every single line. That is a very early style of writing. Yeah. Uh, I really want to read that for fan fiction to you, though, because compared to that, this is like... An <laughs> Emmy-nominated. Beautiful yeah. Emmy-nominated fan fiction. Uh, okay. Uh, Dill's too young, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I know about him being cranky, too, because I am the one who has to deal with it while you two are off doing God knows what with what. Anyway, he's cranky because he knows you two are pushovers and you let him get away with it. Back in my day, a kid would get a smack if they were cranky, said Grandpa Lou. Yeah, I remember your smacks, Dad, said Stu. I hope you did, said Grandpa Lou. Come on, let's have breakfast, said Stu. The two walked down to the kitchen. Dad, do you want a cappuccino? asked Stu. No, sir, I just want a real cup of coffee, said Grandpa Lou. Whatever, said Stu under his breath. What was that? asked Grandpa Lou. Nothing, Dad, said Stu. Stu went to the cupboards to get Tommy his Riptar cereal. Oh, no, we're out of Riptar cereal, but we got some Goober cereal here, said Stu. Sorry, champ, but we ran out of Riptar cereal. Looks like you have to have Goober cereal, Stu said to Tommy as he poured his cereal into a bowl and added milk. I hate Goober. I want Riptar, said Tommy in his baby voice. In his baby voice. I'm sorry, Tommy, but all we have is goober. Now please just eat your breakfast, said Stu. No! Tommy yelled out in his baby voice. Oh my god. <laughs> just like, pause in like, the baby voice is that actual babies would just be like, no goober, reptar! Right, well, and he's also two, so he's yeah. not, I mean, he is a baby, but two-year-olds have sentences, mm -hmm. somewhat, depending on And I don't refer to that as baby, mm -hmm. like, you baby just, voice. it's like, I know Tommy mm -hmm. has a... Like, baby I would voice. say, if anything, there's, like, three, four, and five-year-olds I know who do have a baby voice because yes. they're, like, the youngest and they no. never learn to stop. No. because I very I, frustrating. No. I've also met kids like that, and mm -hmm. you're, like, and they're older, like, they'll be, like, 
like eight yeah. and you're like why do you still sound like this <laughs> please stop i know your siblings think it's fun but it is not it is awful it is horrible so he might be using a baby voice but they just keep saying that as if it's an actual show anyway uh no he yelled it in his baby voice as he banged his fists on the table Tommy, I'm warning you. Don't you raise your voice to me, young man. Now eat your breakfast, said Stu with his voice rised. Rised. Tommy picked up his bowl and smashed it on the floor. Oh my god. Stu and Grandpa Lou were shocked. Tommy, clean that up right now. He's too. Make me, Tommy said in his baby voice. He's, He's what? Make me. Like, I don't even know what that was. Like, make me is such a, like, teenager voice to What use. is one? That's such a two. Again, anyone? Like, five-year-olds don't say make me. They just say, no. No. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Who is this two-year-old that says make me? Yeah, who is this two-year-old who is like, uh, you can't, you're not the boss of me. Yeah, I guess I could hear it the three-year-old. Well, maybe like the end of the terrible twos. Yeah. it's I a thing. Oh, I would guess Tommy's like late in the twos. Okay. So he, him, him and Dill have the correct age okay. distinction. It's he like, doesn't just yeah. turn two. I'll say either way, though, it's like two-year-olds, I feel like they're just more inclined to just scream. Yeah, yeah just like yeah. have a tantrum. Yeah, two, two-year-olds are just yelling. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they might say like, the, you'll be like, do you want goopers or reptar? And they will say cheese. And you'll be like, no, <laughs> not, not a choice. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll be like, or they'll, or you hand them, you know, they'll be like reptar and you hand them the reptar cereal and they're like, no, no. <laughs> they're like, no, I want cheese. And you're like, that wasn't a choice. <laughs> you already asked for this. You so. already said I want reptar. Anyway, okay. Make me, Tommy said in his baby voice. Make you, said Stu said as his face was going red. That's it. You're going in time out, said Stu. No, Stu. There's only one way to handle this. You've got to give him a spanking, said Grandpa Lou as he stood up from his chair. But, Dad, we've never given him a spanking. We don't believe in that, said Stu. Stu, he's in the terrible twos. If you let this go on, he going to get worst. So you need to nip it in the bud, just like I did with you and Drew, and it never did you no harm, said uh, Objectively, <laughs> Stu Pickles is an unsuccessful inventor, and Drew is, like, henpecked by his wife. So <laughs> They're cuckolded. So one could uh, argue that both of them could have used a little more self-esteem. Little more self-esteem. Uh, if you say so, Dad, said Stu. Stu picked up Tommy by his collar and carried him to the basement. What? And hung him? <laughs> because he did not want Dee Dee to hear what's about to happen, knowing she would not like it. Stu sat down and put Tommy across his lap. Is this a spank kink? I don't think it is based on where this is going. Okay, good. Uh, sorry, champ, but this is going to hurt me a lot more than it's going to hurt you, said Stu. Emotionally me, physically you. Stu pulled Tommy's pajama... Pulled... Stu pulled Tommy's pajama shorts. Not okay. down, just at all. Just pulled them. <laughs> Tommy had no idea what was going one or what to make of it. I'm potty trained now. Why is Daddy pulling my shorts down? I don't wear a diaper anymore, Tommy thought to himself. Stu started to smack Tommy's bottom. Tommy yelled out in pain. No, Daddy, stop it. Tommy yelled out in his baby voice. In his baby voice. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tommy, but it's for your own good. Stu said as carried smacking Tommy's bottom. <laughs> but it hurts! Tommy yelled out in his baby voice. What kind of two-year-old is this? <laughs> That's the point. It's so you don't misbehave ever again, Stu said in a dark voice. Not a baby voice. <laughs> it's too no drinking there. I'm an adult. 
Stu carried on spanking Tommy now in a blind rage, and Tommy carried on screaming and just crying. repetitively, just repeatedly, his just whipping. Tears him. rolled his face and formed a puddle on the ground. <laughs> Stu stopped spanking Tommy when he felt something stick to his hand. It was blood. Blood! Stu's hand had blood on it. His son's blood. From smacking? That was my question as well. Just like he got rings on? I didn't didn't look this up, but I'm fairly certain you can't draw blood from spanking, even if you try really hard. Because there's no, like, cutting or, like, sharp. It's just, it's just... Like if you I slap, because how that works? Because like if you slap someone across the face, the mm-hmm. reason why they might spit out blood is because they cut the inside of their cheek or on their of nails. T- yes, because mm-hmm. of nails, or that you cut him on their teeth. So either Stu has some rings that are upside down and just like scraping, or he's got like long ass acrylic nails that are just, just like, like oh. digging in. Because like because you can draw blood with if you use a whip. a whip or a belt, but none of those are happening. No. And also, you're a two-year-old. That's a lot of spanking. Wait for it. He looked at Tommy's bottom. It was now red raw with blood dripping down. Dripping? So much blood. What? (laughs) This is a horror movie. It's a horror movie, but also it doesn't make any sense. In his baby voice. You could have just... Like, you could have just gotten out of belt and that would... I'm not making fun of child abuse. I just want to make that clear right now. No. I'm making fun of poor literary illusions. That's just, like, what... Number one is that it is it. Here's my thing with fanfic: is that there's always like there are certain things where they like post trauma on certain characters, Mm -hmm. and you're like, Mm -hmm. does that character need that much trauma Uh in order for you to achieve X plot? Mm -hmm. Where they'll be like, I watched my father be murdered by my mother, and you're like, that seems excessive. And they're like, because of that, I don't believe in love, and you're like. What? <laughs> Could you just not have watched your parents have, like, a difficult left. relationship? Like, yeah, it's like... It's like, if the end goal is to give you the trauma of, like, you don't believe in love, then it's like, there's a lot of lesser steps mm-hmm. that don't require... If it's you... like, you're a sociopath, sure. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fair uh, leveling. Okay. Tommy so is dripping Tommy blood. Tommy is dripping blood. He heard the sounds of Tommy crying. Oh my god, what have I done? Stu asked himself. Stu's grip on Tommy had now become loose, and Tommy jumped from his lap. He pulled up his shorts and ran towards his bedroom, tripped on both of set of stairs as tried to get away from his mother. How sad. But this is like a trauma that, like, and the amount of quickness is like what an eight-year-old would do. Yeah. Yeah. Very. How would you betray me, father? And he ran, two-year-old running away. Like, yeah, I was like, anyone has seen We're a jumping two- off a lap, really. They, they're so cute because they think jumping high is, like, half an inch. You watch them, they're like, I jump so high to the sky. And you're jump. like, and you're like, oh, sure. Sure. I love you. You're wonderful. <laughs> As Tommy got to the landing, he could see his mom and dad's bedroom where he saw Dee Dee holding Dill and singing to him. This outraged Tommy. He ran to his bedroom, got into his bed and began crying into his pillow. Tommy's point of view. I hate him so much. He's always causing trouble. He never shares our toys, and he always breaks them. I can never go on adventures with my friends because I stuck looking after him, changing his diaper, and trying to stop him from crying. Mommy and Daddy always give him all the attention. They never have time for me anymore. This is all, like, cut-up lines, like poetry. It's not one paragraph. Just letting everyone know for visualization. He is always a bad boy, and I am always good. But Mommy and Daddy always treat him. They are always buying him Goober toys and letting him watch Goober on the TV. Oh, how I hate Goober. <laughs> Wasn't Goober, like, a gopher or something? Yeah, he's like the... 
even babier version of Riptar. Like oh, yes, the, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. In in the Rugrats universe, the Rugrats are like kids and Dill is like a baby versus them all being babies. So Riptar yes. is like a cartoon and Goober is like a baby toy, even, oh, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. even though they're all babies. Poor Tommy. Oh, with his, I hate Goober. With his butt just dripping blood and he hate goober <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna stop there and summarize because that's the best line i've ever fucking heard in my life oh i hate, hate goober, goober. <laughs> and that carries over to the rest of the fan fiction there is more hate of goober to come uh anyway goober so is the enemy tommy continues like monologuing about how sad he is because his, his dad hit him and it, which is fair you know i get it the, the other Rugrats come over, and they ask Tommy what's wrong, and he doesn't really tell them because he's afraid or something. Then, for inexplicable reasons, even though the friends are over, Tommy and Dill go take a bath with Dee Dee while the other babies are... Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I don't know. They're in the tub with Dee Dee, or she's no, bathing <laughs> she's, them? she's bathing the two of them, but the oh. other babies are there and downstairs. They're just, they're just like, oh, you need a bath inexplicably while your friends are over? Yeah, and Dee Dee sees the, the marks on his butt, but is <gasps> like, you must have fallen in the rose bush or whatever. And then, dripping, dripping blood. Yes, was dripping blood ten minutes ago. And now it just looks like rosebud scratches. Scars. Yeah. Rosebud. Rosebud. Call back to last week. <laughs> Uh, and then um, Dee Dee leaves for a minute, and Tommy gets mad at Dill for doing stuff, and he menacingly approaches Dill with a towel. Is <gasps> he so gonna smother him? He was going to, but then Dee Dee comes back in at the last minute, or like strangle him or something. Oh, um, Tommy, I know, how far you have whole fallen. Thing. Yes, so we're jumping back in. Meanwhile, downstairs in the playpen, the other babies were talking about Tommy. Guys, I'm worried about Tommy. Something is not right, said Chucky. What do you mean? asked Phil. His butt is raw. <laughs> I think he was in like a weird mood. Oh, and he's been yeah, in a weird yeah, yeah. mood for the last like couple days because he's yeah, not getting yeah. any sleep and Dill is the worst apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's just very angry. A lot of it aimed at Dill, said Chucky. To be fair, Chucky, he is a very bad boy. And I know what it's like to have a bad brother, Lil said while looking at Phil. Oh, Phil. Burn. No, you guys. Family should never fight, said Chucky. They should always stick together, Kimmy said. She took hold Chucky's hand. <laughs> took hold, <laughs> took hold Chucky's hand. You got one thing right. Dill is a very bad boy, a voice said from behind them. Sexy. The, no. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> the babies turned around to see who it was. It was Angelica. Angelica, the baby said all at once. What do you want, Angelica? Asked Kimmy. In her baby voice. No. no. <laughs> it will come back. Oh, I just overheard you babies talking about how angry Tommy was and how Dill is being, said Angelica. Yeah, so what of it, asked Kimmy. Sounds to me like the old Pickles DNA is kicking in, said Angelica. <gasps> What's DNA, asked Phil. Oh, you dough babies, do you know anything? No, they're babies, asked Angelica. Also, what was that sentence? <laughs> what? Oh, you do babies. Oh, you do babies. <laughs> so what is it, asked Lil. DNA is what makes you who you are, and in this case, it makes us bad, said Angelica. No, Angelica, they're not like that, said Chucky. Just look at me, said Angelica with an with a evil smile. Baby voice. No, <laughs> she's not a baby. She's <laughs> Oh, you're right, right, right. She's probably four at this point in this, or five in this story. She could be right, Chucky, said Phil. What about his mommy and daddy? They're not mean, question mark, asked Chucky. Oh, but they are. Well, my mommy and his mommy are not real pickles, so they don't have our DNA. But you know what my daddy's like. He never treats me to anything, and who knows what dark secrets Tommy's daddy could have, said Angelica. 
I was able to spank to blood. To blood. I'm scared of them now, said Lil. Okay, I know Dill can be a pain in the butt, but how long has Tommy been our friend? Asked Chucky. A long time, the babies all said at once. How many times has Tommy been nice to us and helped us when we needed him? Asked Chucky. Lots of times, the babies all said at once. So we should carry out being Tommy's friend and help him through this, if he does have it, said Chucky. Yeah, the babies all said at once. I think Tommy's coming now. Be careful, babies, and remember, don't trust him, Angelica said as she ran away. Says a pickles. Right? <laughs> don't trust a pickles, says the pickles. Dee Dee walked over to the playpen with Tommy in her arms. Come on, kids, time to go to the playgroup, said Grandpa Lou. Describes them going to the playgroup, and it's very boring, so we're going to skip it. Wow, I've never seen so many kids before, said Lil. They all look scary, said Chucky. Don't worry, Chuck. Tommy will protect us if anything happens, right, Tommy? said Kimmy. Tommy said nothing and just carried on looking at the floor. He's <laughs> a broken man. He's a broken, broken baby. Broken baby. Okay, kids, we a treat for all of you. You get to go on a trampoline, said Karen. What a caretaker. treat. Yeah. What, what a, a treat. treat, Karen. All the kids in the gym let out a big cheer, all but Tommy and Chucky. As all the kids got in line to go on the trampoline, but Tommy just went and stood in the corner. <laughs> That's exactly how that sentence is written. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. (laughs) No commas. Chucky went over to see if his best friend was okay. Tommy, are you okay? No, I'm not. Asked Chucky. Yeah, said Tommy in a low voice. He said in an affirmative voice. He said in a baby voice. (laughs) No, you're not, Tommy. I know when something's wrong with you. Now tell me what's up, (laughs) said Chucky. (laughs) It's Dill. Remember all the things I said back at the house, said Tommy. They had talked briefly about this. I, I skipped it. Tommy, Dill has been a pain in our butt since he was born, but we never let it get to us, said Chucky. I just can't take it anymore, said Tommy. You are the most strong and most bravest baby I know. You can make it through anything, said Chucky. I'm not brave, said Tommy. What are you talking about, asked Chucky. I'm broken. I'm a broken man, Chucky. I've aged 7,000 years in the last day. It's the same day, I think. Beautiful. Uh, What are you talking about, asked Chucky. If I was brave, then I would not let my little brother get to me, and I would not cry like a dumb little baby after what happened. Bravery is not about not crying, Tommy. Tommy's in with tears in his eyes. What happened, Tommy? Asked Chucky. Dill's behaving... Be- Badly. Be- no, behaving this night scares. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be been having. Dill's behaving this night scares this past few nights, and his crying keeps me up all night, so this morning my dad makes me goober cereal. Wow. <laughs> Tommy. That is traumatizing. <laughs> but Tommy, everyone knows you hate goober cereal. <laughs> I know. I love goober cereal. It's so yummy, and my daddy always makes it for me, said Chucky. Well, I hate Goober cereal and everything else, Goober. I'm sick of always having to play with Dill's toys and watch Goober on the TV with him. I'm a reptile man. I hate Goober. Reptile? No, reptar. I said reptile. To be, it's fair. I understood where you were going. I'm a reptile man. I am a reptile man. (laughs) So you're upset that you had Goober cereal? Asked Chucky. Just forget about it, Tommy said as he turned away. No, Tommy. There has to be more than this, said Chucky as he put his hand on Tommy's back. It's not about the goober cereal. No! Tommy yelled out as he slapped Chucky's hand away. (gasps) That's also said as a a line of dialogue. It's in quotation marks. What? 
No, slaps my hand away. <laughs> Ow, that hurt. I thought we were friends, but Angelica was right about your pickles DNA, Chucky said as tears formed in his eyes. Chucky walked away to others, and Tommy watched him as he walked away. I wish I could tell him, thought Tommy. Chucky went to where his friends were. Tell your best friend, Tommy. Tell him. Tell him. Confide in your friends. It's the last friends you have. I just... Uh, Chucky went to where his friends were. Chucky, what's wrong? Asked Kimmy. Tommy, hit me. Chucky said with a sad tone in his voice. He what? I'm going to kill him, said Kimmy with an angry tone in her voice. Chucky put his arm around Kimmy. No, I don't want him hurting you with his pickles DNA, said Chucky. See, the one thing I appreciate about this fanfic is, like, they're referring to things in the way the babies do in Rugrats. Mm -hmm. Like, pickles DNA, they don't quite understand what it is, but they know it's bad. They don't really know how it hurts you, but it yes, does. Yes, they just, yep. Like, that is, they'd be like, it's a very I don't want to. Uh, and there's another one that will yeah, come yeah. up that's very okay. fun later. Uh, Tommy hit me, I'm gonna kill him, blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, I don't want you hurting him with his pickles DNA, said Chucky. We should just keep away from him, said Phil. Just look at him over there. He looks so sad, said Lil. They looked over at Tommy, who was standing on, up on the wall with his eyes on the ground while looking very sad. What? What? I'm standing up on the wall. He's a demon. By... He's a oh. demon. <laughs> I was He's like, like... Floating above the air. They're like, that's floating. that Pickles DNA. Demonic. Demonic and floating. Want the old Tommy back, said Chucky. We all do, Chucky, said Phil. Anyway, we get to go on the trampoline soon, so that's going to be fun, said Kimmy. Meanwhile. <laughs> Kimmy doesn't give a fuck. No, she does not. She a cold bitch. Okay, but you guys go first, said Chucky. They waited in line and watched as the other kids had fun on the trampoline. Now it was the Rugrats' turn. Chucky watched as Kimmy was on the trampoline, her smile and laughter. It's the end of the sentence. <laughs> wow, that okay. does look like fun. I was waiting for more and there was none. Nope, just her smile and laughter. <laughs> Nothing about them. That looks like fun, said Chucky. Now it was Chucky's turn. Chucky got on the trampoline and started bouncing. After each bounce, he got higher and higher. He was smiling and smiling. Chucky was loving it. He jumped away from the center towards the edge to talk to Kimmy. No, Chucky, no! You were right, Kimmy. This is so much fun, said Chucky. He's about to die. As he was talking to Kimmy, he misbounced and fell off the trampoline. No! He landed on his head. No! He let out a massive scream and started to cry loudly. Trampolines are dangerous. For two-year-olds especially. Like, yeah, no. I never would have put that in a kid's gym or whatever. No. Playpen they're at. Tommy heard the noise and looked up to see what was happening. Your friend died. <laughs> he saw Chucky on the floor. Chucky! Tommy yelled out. Tommy ran over to him. When he got there, he saw Chucky on the floor with a puddle of blood. No! <laughs> there's lots of puddles of things. Yeah, there's a lot more blood than there should be at all times. So I was thinking about this, and I have a theory that is in the favor of the writer. That perhaps they're writing this from the perspective of a two-year-old. Oh. So perhaps Tommy's like, oh, there must be blood just oozing out of my butt for yes. how much this hurt. And like, there, there's any blood on the floor, so it's a puddle of blood. That's so true. I'm, I'm gonna assume the best from the I, It's true. I have once bandaged a little kid's uh, finger, mm -hmm. so they had like a paper cut, and mm -hmm. it was, um, or more than a paper cut, it was bleeding a little mm -hmm. bit, and I was trying to be funny and mm -hmm. lighthearted, and I was like... Oh, I was like, oh no, I was like, 
as I was banding it, I'm like, it's not like you're, I'm like, are you going to lose your finger? And they were like, I don't know. I might. <laughs> I, just know. I had a kid in my tumble class last week who told me she did track and field, like, at some other point in the summer, and that she sprained her ankle five times. What? This was a, like, nine-year-old. She yeah. probably meant it, like, buckled under her. Yeah. And it mildly hurt. Because she also said she sprained her wrist at tumble camp, and I'm like... Well, you're not on the ground screaming. No. So I disagree. No. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. <laughs> no, well, it's like, it takes, like, speaking as an old person, <laughs> late in my 20s. Who has sprained their... Who has sprained <laughs> a lot of things. Um, and I have... I'm still recovering from, like, a sprained wrist that just... From so many years ago. Yeah, from so many years ago, because I'm old now, Grace, yeah. and nothing <laughs> heals well. Then I've been 57 this whole time. <laughs> Little did you know, we it's met all... when you were five, but I was 45. You were my babysitter. I was your babysitter. You're my grandma. <laughs> Little did you know, and now I reveal it to you now. What a wild concept for a podcast. Considering <laughs> last week's episode, that's like really uncomfortable. No, right? No. Huh, okay. No, so I just can't imagine that one person could sprain their ankle five times in one summer because you could maybe sprain it and tops then you like twice. Stop doing yeah. the thing that sprained it. But she was one of those kids that just would keep arguing with you, mm. and she was smart enough to give you like reasonable arguments. Mm. But you're mostly like, "I'm the adult. Please just go away and do whatever you're supposed to do." Yeah. So I wasn't going to explain to her how in pain she would be if she sprained her ankle. Yeah. I was just going to be like, "Okay, go back in line, please." <laughs> no, that was I once carried one of my ski yeah. kids down a hill because she sprained because she claimed she sprained her ankle within her ski boot, oh, no. and really she was wearing a shoe that was a little small for her. She was wearing, like, it was just a little small. It was just tightly compressing. Yeah, and so I carried her down because she told me she couldn't walk. And I believed her because you have to believe people. You have to assume that kids. (laughs) Yes. Oh, God, anyway. So Chucky is in a puddle of blood. Mm -hmm. Tommy was scared of the blood, as were their friends and the other kids, but he wanted to help his best friend. But before he could do anything, Karen got there. Karen. Karen. Okay, everyone, back away. Give me some room. He's got to breathe. Chucky, I need you to relax and stop crying so I can help you, said Karen. As she put her hands out to try and help him, Chucky just and slapped and kicked them away. <laughs> she picked she eventually picked him up so she could take him off take him to the first aid office. No, I want to help Chucky, Tommy said in his baby voice. Mm, baby voice, drank. No, Tommy, stay here with the others, said Karen. Kids, just go and stand by the wall. Don't go near the blood, Karen yelled at as she carried Chucky away. And they're going to play in it. So, so, uh, Chucky gets taken to the first aid room. Tommy's not supposed to leave, but he sneaks off. Chucky, are you okay? Tommy asked him as he's seen him. Tommy, Chucky said as he rushed to Tommy to hug him. Oh, Tommy, my head, it's hurt so much, cried Chucky. Chucky, it's going to be okay, said Tommy. No, it's not. She says I might have to go to the hospital, and I don't want to go there. Too scary, cried Chucky. Listen, Chucky, I'm going to be with... I'm always going to be with you, said Tommy. Thank you, Tommy, said Chucky. Can I see it? asked Tommy. See what? asked Chucky. The back of your head, said Tommy. No, Tommy, my brain could fall out. Then what would I do? asked Chucky. In this fic, his brain might actually fall out. Honestly, just brain in a puddle on the floor. Please, Chucky, I need to see what's wrong so I can help, said Tommy. Okay, then, if you say so, Chucky said as he turned around. Tommy saw that the back of his shirt had become very red. 
Tommy was scared of the blood, but he was being drawled to it. <laughs> drawled? It a... Pickles DNA. It's supposed to be drawn. Drawn. It's very not spelled right. Good. Tommy saw that he had a goober plaster on it. <gasps> I forgot to mention the author is from the UK. So I'm going to say plaster in a British accent because it threw me every time. Drywall. Plaster is British for Band-Aid. <laughs> and it's American for drywall. <laughs> it's American for drywall. Just drywall the back of a toddler's head. Ah, oh, gross. Okay. Oh, no. She She's going a... to go white with fury at this goober Band-Aid. Oh. I mean, plaster. <laughs> plaster. Oh, no. She put a goober plaster on it, said Tommy. So, asked Chucky. Chucky, only Reptar can make you better. Tommy said as he went over the, the desk. Goober. Tommy, what are you doing? Asked Chucky. Looking for a reptile plaster. <laughs> said Tommy. Listen, Tommy, she put the goober plaster on it. So let's just leave it at that, said Chucky. No! Yelled Tommy. Chucky was scared. Goober is the worst! Chucky was scared by Tommy's outburst. I can't find one, said Tommy with anger. I can't find one, said Tommy with anger in his voice. I read that wrong. It's fine, Tommy. I'm happy with it, Chucky said with a nervous laugh. Well, let's see this boo-boo, said Tommy. I'm not sure about this, Tommy, said Chucky. You want me to help you, right? It's Tommy gonna spurt Chucky. blood. Yeah, said Chucky. Tommy began to take off the plaster. plaster. The blood oozed out as he took the plaster off. No. Tommy finally took the plaster off. No, it's a very slow build-up. He saw that Chucky had a gash in his head. Brains. Just like the blood on Chucky's shirt, Tommy was scared, but drawled to it. <laughs> Maybe they don't have drawled in Britain. That might be what drawled is. I don't know. But I can't I, be right. <laughs> I only understand drawl like as a in a, su- a like a southern drawl. drawl. A Scottish drawl. <laughs> I don't know, dude. An Irish drawl. Tommy put his finger in it. No! <laughs> Ow! Ch- Chucky yelled. What's wrong? Tommy asked. Something's happening to my boo-boo, said Chucky. I don't see anything, Tommy lied, knowing he was the cause of the pain. <gasps> Just put the DNA. plaster back on, said Chucky. No, said Tommy. What? asked Chucky. Goober is not going to help you. You need Riptar. I need my daddy, yelled Chucky as he begun to cry. Guilt washed over Tommy as he saw his best friend fall to the ground, crying. I'm sorry, said Tommy. Stopped digging around in his boo-boo? There's <laughs> like one finger in there. This is definitely M for mature. <laughs> No sex, just putting fingers right in the head. <laughs> Honestly, a two-year-old is stupid, though. Like, a two-year-old would be like, what's that? A two-year-old like, does do that. Yeah. Angelica was right. You have the pickles DNA, cried Chucky. And then we continue on to talk to about pickles DNA for a very long time. Tommy is like, what is that? And Chucky's, like, explaining. And then Tommy does reveal what happened with his dad in the basement. Um, and so they have a little reconciliation. Uh, so the Rugrats all together talk about Tommy's feelings towards his brother, and he's like, you know, I do love him because he's my family, and, like, I'm just in a bad mood because I haven't slept, and all this stuff. Uh, and that's pretty much what happens. So then, Karen (laughs) has them all draw pictures about things they like, I guess, and then they all present it to the class, and the winner gets Reptar Bars. Winner? The winner of the drawing contest. Sure. And Tommy wins because he drew a picture of him and his family and Dill, and he talks about how he loves his little brother, even though he makes him what sometimes. What a little suck-up. Yes. <laughs> I was clearly trying to win these rip bars. So I wanted to read this very quick part. So they're all drawing things, and they have to present it. Tommy thought hard about what he should draw, then it came to him. I'm going to draw a picture for Dill to say I'm sorry, said Tommy. 
Aw, that's so sweet. You Such should draw a, a picture for Chucky, who he's digging around in his <laughs> womb. his finger into the gash on his head, you ass. You've so, just thought negative thoughts to Dill. You haven't done anything. He, he did. He went up to him in the bath with a towel or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, tried to, and almost went to strangle him, but Dill peed himself, and then TV came back in the room. Oh, yes, I forgot. So you threatened him non-verbally. Anyway. Uh, Made him feel unsafe. The Rugrats started to draw their pictures. A half an hour had a passed. <laughs> Fair. Okay, kids, put your crayons down. It's time to stop drawing. Now, when I call your name, I want that person to come up to come here and tell us about the pictures you made, said Karen. Karen called up each kid one at a time. All the kids had gone up all but the Rugrats, but it was not their turn. Kitty Finster, said Karen. <laughs> this picture has all my favorite anime people, said Kimmy. Kimmy, in a baby voice. Oh, my God. What's anime? Okay, Kimmy is French. She's, she, fr- she's I mean, she is Japanese, but she's French. Yeah. A lot of fanfics, like, really throw her heart into a Japanese stereotype. Like, mm-hmm. it was annoying. She was French. Yeah. Living in France. For all her life until she was American. Yes. Very confusing. Whatever. Anyway, what's anime? A kid at the back yelled out. They are like cartoons from Japan, and they are much better than the ones here, said Kimmy. Disagree. In a baby voice. No. <laughs> well, she's not... Ugh. Uh, anyway, they all talk about their things, and Tommy wins, uh, and they get ripped our bars. But then a kid, a boy, uh, don't try and bring a little older. Your anime is better than other <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> a boy tries to take uh, one of the ripped our bars, I think, and Tommy's like, you know what, ripped our would do would be to bite him. So that's, Tommy bites him. That's fair, but uh, that's that pickles DNA. And then the boy freaks out, and then all the Rugrats, because of Tommy's action, get banned from this play group and you have to get picked up by Grandpa Stu. That's not, I don't think that's entirely how daycare works, but okay. Karen, the Karen woman put us in here because we are being sent home. She called her grandpa to pick us up, but having said that, she called ages ago, said Chucky. Not sure what that sentence is, but whatever. Why are we being sent home? Asked Tommy. Well, that's the main reason they are mad at you. We are getting sent home because Karen is mad at you for what you did to that boy and does not want us here anymore. Also, I don't think we can come back, which is too bad because I kind of liked it here. (laughs) Said Chucky. That is a lot of words. (laughs) That's a mouthful with no commas. Good. I never want to come here anyway. I just want to stay in bed and get some sleep. Depression. As he kicked the wall. This scared Chucky. Chucky. He's your best friend. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, this fanfiction is not well-written grammatically. No. But it does stick to the structure of the Rugrats characters. Agreed. That's all I need out of a fanfiction. That's true. Huh. Did you say my grandpa's coming to get us? Said Tommy. Yeah, said Chucky. Tommy started to cry. Tommy, what's wrong? Asked Chucky. Karen is going to tell them what happened and they're going to be mad at me, cried Tommy. Well, Tommy, you did do a bad thing, said Chucky. Come on, Chucky! God, you're not being supportive. But they are going to hurt me again. No, it's going to be even worse, cried Tommy. Tommy cried on care Carried on crying. Ugh. I thought you were going to say Tommy cried on camera. <laughs> no, Tommy carried on crying as Chucky did not know what to do or say. Tommy, do you remember what I said about protecting the ones we love and what you just said about standing up the bad guys, asked Chucky. Yeah, cried Tommy. Well, you got to protect Dill, because he is your little brother, who you love stand up to your family with their pickles, DNA. 
said Chucky. I'm just reading through this because there's no commas, and I just want to make that very clear. I'm not just reading this badly. I don't know if I can. I'm scared, cried Tommy. Tommy, you most bravest baby I know. You can fight this, said Chucky. Before Tommy could say anything, Karen came by. Alcoholism. It's like, you can fight this. That's like what I thought. DNA. Okay, time for you lot to go. I would tell you off, Tommy, for sneaking out the first aid room, but there is no point, said Karen. The Rugrats followed Karen with Tommy, walking slowly behind them. Scary thoughts were going through Tommy's brain. Fear was running through his heart. I want to dig in Chucky's wound. He was imaging the pain he felt by his father's hand. He was trying not to pee himself, but remembering he no longer wears diapers and does not want to add any more to the list of things his family will be mad at him for. Oh, Tommy. They got to the desk to see Grandpa Lou was there, and he looked mad. Tommy peed himself. No, Tommy! God damn it, Tommy. Mr. Pickles, Tommy and his friends are no longer welcome here, so here, please, just take their artwork and go, <laughs> said Karen. The Rugrats turned around and gave Tommy a dirty look. They're all expelled because of Tommy. We're gonna skip ahead, because there's a lot of Tom stuff that happens. Uh, it's mostly the adults talking, and they, like, swear a little bit, and Dee's like, I want to talk to Lipschitz, and Stu's like, no, Lipschitz doesn't know anything. Everyone's, Tommy's annoyed, and the parents are annoyed because they haven't had any sleep. The Rugrats were rolling the star ball around. Oh, yes. Classic. Yes. I can't believe Tommy did that. He is, like, the nicest baby I know, said Kimmy. I never did like that kid. I always knew he was bad news, said Phil. No, Phil. Phil, you're lying. Come on, we still don't know that, said Kimmy. You saw him today, Kimmy. The pickles DNA has taken over him, said Lil. Sounds of quiet crying came from the corner. Chucky was sitting down with his back facing the rest of the Rugrats and his hand in his face as he cried. The Rugrats walked over to him. Kimmy placed her hand on his shoulder, said Kimmy. <laughs> What's wrong, brother? asked Kimmy. I want the old Tommy back, cried Chucky. Chucky, he is Tommy, said Kimmy. Chucky turned around. No, Kimmy, that's not Tommy. That's a Tommy being took over by the Pickles DNA, cried Chucky. I want the old Tommy that was nice to everyone, always helping people, not the new Tommy that is mean to his friends and hurts people, cried Chucky. Most of all, I want my best friend back, cried Chucky. <laughs> yeah, us too, Chucky. Us too, said Phil. The Rugrats all formed a group hug. It's little Dilly I feel sorry for. The Pickles DNA is going to make him a really bad boy like Tommy is now, said Lil. No, Chucky said with a firm voice. The Rugrats just looked at him with a confused look on their faces. What do you mean, Chucky? asked Lil. It's not too late for Dill. We can save him from the Pickles DNA, said Chucky. So basically they go on a really bad adventure where they steal Dill out of his, like, bouncy chair Chair. and, like, take him into a bush behind a fence. All Gotta save him from that pickles DNA. And then they're like, we don't know what's going on, and they, I don't know if they get lost, so fucking long. So they're not really lost, but they're like, just in a bush, and they're like, we don't know what to do now. <laughs> We've done all our baby brains can do. Uh, Dee Dee has noticed that the kids aren't in the backyard, as per usual in a Rugrats episode. Excellent. She's like, where'd they go? Oh my god, where the hell are the kids? Yelled Dee Dee. She ran towards the stairs and yelled up. Stu, are the kids up there with you? Yelled Dee Dee. No! Stu yelled down. Dee Dee ran back into the kitchen. Lou, have you seen the babies? Asked Dee Dee. Let me guess. They've gone missing, said Grandpa Lou. Yeah, now where are they? Asked Dee Dee. Fourth time this week they've gone missing, Grandpa said under his breath. Lou, you are a terrible grandparent. You're really unhelpful. Dee Dee saw that the back door was open. They must have went outside, but how did they get past us? Dee Dee asked herself. Dee Dee went outside and started yelling. Tommy, Dill, kids, where are you? Yelled Dee Dee. Back in the other garden. 
That sounds like Tommy's mom, said Phil. Keep it down, you guys. We don't want her to hear us, said Chucky. Chucky, it's time Dill and us go back, said Kimmy. Okay, said Chucky. Ready, guys, said Kimmy. All the Rugrats started crying so Dee Dee could hear them and get to them. Don't worry, kids, we're coming, yelled Dee Dee. Stu came back out with a sledgehammer. What? Stand back, kids, yelled Stu. Stu started to smash the fence down. The fence? How would the... Why would you need to smash through the fence if the kids escaped somehow? They're all so sleep deprived. <laughs> They're like just Dill, just get around with sledgehammers. They're like Dill. If only Dill would sleep, we'd understand what's going on right now. Uh, this scared the Rugrats, which caused them to start crying, which they already were. Fair. But whatever. What's happening, you guys? Cried Chucky. I don't know. Cried Lil. Monster from Night Scares. Cried Dill. Ooh, it was his father all along. <laughs> Stu had finally brought down part of the fence. Oh no, it's Tommy's dad. He's going, is he going to hurt us? Us? Cried Lil. Yep. I don't know, cried Lil. What? She's answering herself. Dee Dee came running through to the garden to the kids. Oh my goodness, I was so worried, but thank God, you kids are all right. So, uh, yeah. I like can't imagine how this will be resolved because Mm. like, if the pickle's DNA is just this bad. Part of him. Then, I don't know. And Tommy is giving in to an urge I didn't realize he had. The grown-ups talk about, um, how Dee Dee found the uh, red marks, I guess, on Tommy's oh. butt. And the blood. Stu confesses to hitting, to spanking him. And he's like, ah, oh, you know, I've just been so, you know, messed up from this sleep deprived thing. And they all kind of forgive each other and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and it's that night. And all seems well. But it's not. Stu took Tommy to his and Dill's room. When they got there, he saw Dill was fast asleep. This made Tommy very happy. He could finally have a good night's sleep. Stu put Tommy in his bed. Dee Dee came into the room with Tommy's drawing in hand. Look at what Tommy did today at playgroup, said Dee Dee. Dee Dee showed Stu the drawing. Wow, these are great, said Stu. Tommy, did you do these? Stu asked. Tommy laughed and smiled. Let's put this on the wall with your other artwork. Stu put the drawing on the wall. Our two boys will be together forever in this drawing, said Stu as he put his arm around Dee Dee. Hey, Dee Dee, come look at other his other drawings, said Stu. Both of them looked at the artwork. Oh, look, there's lots of pictures of Riptar, but my favorite is the drawings of the family, said Dee Dee. But wait a minute, what's this drawing at the bottom? Goober. Asked Dee Dee. It was a photo of a big black monster that was carrying a big, long, black thing. What? I don't know. The Night Terrors. <laughs> Stu, what is that? Asked Dee Dee. I have no idea, said Stu. It's a photo? It's a drawing. It's a, it's a drawing. Oh, uh, a there's a bit of a, a plot hole where, uh, it'll get to this, but Dill has drawn this photo, mm-hmm. but he wasn't at play group, so we don't really know when he drew oh. it. I think, I think it might what, be. Yeah, a, it's a mess up, yeah. Anyway. Uh, it was a photo of a big black monster that was carrying a big long black thing. Stu, what is that? Asked Dee Dee. I have no idea, said Stu. Why would Tommy draw a thing like that? Asked Dee Dee. Not sure, but no, wait, Dee Dee, it has Dill's name on the bottom here, said Stu. I should read Lipshit's book on baby drawings, said Dee Dee. Oh, what does Lipshit's know anyway? It's Dill, it's nothing, said Stu. Okay then, said Dee Dee. Let's go back downstairs. What a concerned Stu. mother. It's fine. They both turned back to Tommy. Good night, sweetheart. Or no, sweet heat. <laughs> Dee Dee said as she kissed Tommy on the forehead. Oh, my beautiful sweet heat. Oh, my beautiful sweet heat. I love you so. Good night, champ, said Stu as he patted Tommy on the head. Stu and Dee Dee left the room. Tommy got out of bed and went into Dill's crib. Tommy hugged his brother. This awoke Dill. 
Damn it. Tommy, smiled Dill. Dill, I am sorry about the way I've been acting lately. Your night scars have been really annoying, but that gives me no reason to act the way I have been acting, so do you forgive me? Dill hugged Tommy back. Aw, thanks, Dilly, smiled Tommy. Dill, can I ask you something? asked Tommy. Dill looked up into Tommy's eyes. What are this night scars about? (laughs) asked Tommy. Tears began to swell in Dill's eyes. Please tell me, I want to help, said Tommy. Dill went over to the wall where their drawings are and took one down and showed it to Tommy. This big, scary black monster with a big, long, hard black thing hits me on the head and it really hurts, Dill said before he started crying. Also, that's like so many words. <laughs> For how many words he said in this whole fiction. No, yeah. Almost none. In his baby voice. <laughs> you would think, but no. Well, and also, like, what? <laughs> it's a big, black, scary monster holding a long, hard... Like black thing. Black. Right, like, it's such a dick, and it's not a dick. I don't know what it is. It's never fully explained. It's, like, A monster with of, a club? I, yeah, like, that's what you would think, like, second. <laughs> but I think that uh, was supposed to be answered in Chapter 3, but Chapter 3 never comes. Excellent. So, we never really get to know 100% what it is. I think it's an allegory. Anyway, uh, Dill. I would never let anyone hurt you. This big scary monster has to come through me first, said Tommy. Dill carried on crying as Tommy hold him in his arms. Tommy was laying in his bed having a dream. In his dream, Chucky, Kimmy, Phil, Lil, and Dill were all playing in the park. The sun shined brightly as they were all running around. With smiles on their faces and laughter filled the air. No, laugher filled the air. (laughs) Tommy stopped to look at his friends. He watched them as they played. Seeing his friends happy made him happy. This filled his heart with a warm, fuzzy feeling. Tommy wasn't sure what this feeling was at first, but soon he knew it was the feeling of love. Yeah. Out of nowhere, it suddenly got dark. A big cloud gathered in the sky. Heavy rain poured, er, no, heavy rain started to pour from the cloud. Just one cloud. One. Hey, guys, come on, we're going to get out of here, Tommy yelled. Tommy looked around for his friends, but they were gone. The park was empty. Where is everyone? Tommy asked himself. Tommy ran ran around the park looking for his friends and yelled out for them. Dill, where are you? Chucky, cry if you can hear me, Tommy yelled out. It was getting darker, colder, and the rain was still pouring hard. With Tommy out there only in a shirt, diaper, and no shoes. (laughs) He was freezing, wet, alone, and feeling very scared. He was shaking all over. He was rubbing his arms to try and get warm, but it did not work. His skin felt like ice. He could feel his inside getting colder. This hurt him. He screamed out in pain. Oh, it hurts! Mommy, where are you? Tommy yelled out. A bright light engulfed the sky, followed by a big bangs. God. It was thunder and lightning. This scared the life out of Tommy. He did. This was uh, another burst of bright light following by a big bangs, but this time almost hitting Tommy. What? Tommy screamed. Wow, this is a terrifying dream. He ran away as fast as he could. He was looking for a place to hide. He saw a bush and jumped into it. He curled up into a ball and started crying. Where are my friends? said Tommy. I want my mommy and daddy, said Tommy. Tommy then heard the sounds of crying and screaming, but it was not his. What's that? asked Tommy. Tommy asked himself. Tommy listed to the crying and screaming. That's Dill, said Tommy. Tommy. Go to him, Tommy. Uh, (laughs) So the second (laughs) chapter, not a lot happens, but it's like 90% Tommy talking to himself. Oh my god. So it would be like... Tommy Where thought. should I go? said Tommy. 
now what do I do? Said Tommy, like just over and over and over Oh my god! And it was infuriating to read. I was like, because this one's bad, but that one's like 20 times as bad. It's a lot. It's a type of torture. It was a little bit. That's Tom- That's Dill, said Tommy. Tommy called out Dill's name, but heard nothing but the crying and screaming. Oh no, Dill's in danger, but I don't know what's happening to him, said Tommy. It's the big, big black scary black monster with a big long hard black thing from Dill's nightmares. <laughs> it must have him and he's hurting him. Like, that's such a long phrase to, like, throw into sentences. Uh, yeah. And it's in, like, many sentences in the next chapter, especially. Oh lord. Uh, this is really sounding like Stranger Things, like Dill is possessed. A little bit. It's like such a specific image. And they have to mm-hmm. say the whole title as if it's like capitalized. It's a big black thing with a big black big, log. scary black monster with a big, long, hard black thing. Just say the the monster. The monster. Yeah, right. Like capitalize it. Put a TM in there. I don't T- know what you mean. The monster TM. AKA known as the big monster, with the big, big black monster with a big, long black dick. Dick. <laughs> Thing. <laughs> you leave him alone, you big meanie. Go pick on someone your own size, Tommy yelled out. I won't. That won't do anything. I got to go save him, said Tommy. But the thunder and lightning was still going on. Tommy was still scared. No, I got to go save my brother, said Tommy. Tommy tried to get up, but he could not. What's happening? Sleep paralysis. I can't get up and my legs won't move, said Tommy. Tommy looked down and saw his legs were in a block of ice. Seeing this made Tommy scream, My legs! <laughs> My leg! <laughs> it is all capitalized. My legs! My legs! My legs. <laughs> the ice block started to encase his body. I-N hyphen C-A-S-E. In case. In case of I- emergency. Tommy was banging on the ice with his fist, but could not crack the ice. The ice now covered the whole of his body apart from his head. Tommy tried to move his body, but could not. Tommy started to yell out. Mommy, Daddy, Grandpa, Reptar, can someone just please help me? Tommy screamed at the top of his lungs. 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 He's in the wrong spot. Tommy then felt his super cold on the inside of his body. He could feel ice spreading in his body, freezing his heart. Tommy could not, it's like frozen. Tommy oh, could no longer yeah. feel the fear and pain that was filling his heart. He needs true love's kiss. <laughs> Chucky! Yeah, my God. Sure, that would work. Tommy could no longer feel the fear and pain that was filling his heart, but he could not feel the love his felt for his family or the happiness he got from his friends. Tommy still carried on screaming, hoping someone would hear him and save him, but it was no match for the sounds of the thunder, lightning, and Dill crying. The ice now encased. Tommy's whole body. His screams were now muffled. Tommy still could not move his body, but could move his eyes. His eyes were rushing around, trying to find uh, someone, but they did. But they did. But they did. It was the big scary monster with a big long hard thing. He lifted his big, big long hard thing and smashed into ice. Dick. Tommy awoke from his dream. His body jerked from it was laying. He was covered in sweat, breathing hard, and his heart was beating hard. He had the feeling of fear Then he had lost in his dream, but was now back in full force. So hard to read. And this was like a better one. He saw it was raining outside, and he could hear Dill's cries and screams. Tommy was unsure if he was still in his dream, but he could move his legs. He rushed over to Dill's bed. Dill, what's wrong? Has the big, scary black monster with a big, long, hard black thing hurt you? Tommy asked as he placed his hand the on monster his shoulder. TM. But Dill just jerked his shoulder away and crawled away from Tommy. 
What's wrong, Dilly? Let me help you. He's like, you're the monster. Tommy said as he followed him. As Tommy went after Dill, he felt something under his foot. Tommy picked it up. It was paper. The same paper he had used to draw on today. He looked at the wall and saw their artwork was gone. He looked down to the floor and it was all ripped apart on the floor. Anger filled Tommy up. Punch Dill. Oh, could you, Dill? Tommy said with anger filling his voice. Oh, oh no, what if Tommy ripped it up in his sleep? I don't know. It, the, honestly, it never answered. Oh. <laughs> Dill is question mark asleep because he's crawling. Yeah. And he's, crying. He's faking. I don't know. How could you, Dill? Tommy asked with anger filling his voice. All the drawings of Mommy, Daddy, Grandpa, Reptar, and you are gone forever now, said Tommy. Big scary black monster with a big long hard black thing hurt me, Dill cried. Oh, he's awake. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. That was my drawing and I worked hard on them, Tommy said with anger filling his voice. Dill just carried on crying. Tommy took hold of the nearest thing to him, which was his pop and go. Do you know what a pop and go is? Is that like a gun? No. <laughs> like one of those pop guns? No, I think it's a, a thing that a baby like sits in and like bounces. Oh. Let me Google it real fast because I want I want a visual before this next like paragraph. Ten. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's like that. So it's one of those things that they had in the 90s, I want to say. Okay. That you, uh, when you're learning to walk, you get like oh. diapered into it and you can kind of bounce, like pop. Oh, yeah. And go. Because it has wheels, which is very yeah. unsafe for stairs, which is why they were called them. Yes. But it was a thing at some point. So uh, that, a pop and go. Uh, Tommy took over the nearest thing to him, which was his pop and go. He swing it around and smashed it to the back of Dill's head. Oh! <gasps> Dill, Dill is dead. Dill stumbled around the room and then hit the closet door. <gasps> Tommy is the, the black guy with the thing. The black guy? <laughs> Where? The monster TM. He's the monster TM with a long, hard pop and go. I, yeah, like I wouldn't call that a thing. Like it's a very specific, unless pop and go is like a toy hammer. Come over here and take your spanking like a big boy, yelled Tommy. <gasps> Dill just lay there, not moving. <gasps> Dill, said Tommy. Nothing from Dill. Tommy went over to Dill. He saw his eyes were wide open. Dill, stop pretending, said Tommy. Still nothing from Dill. Oh, no! Tommy began to get angry. He kicked Dill in the ribs. No reaction from Dill. Tommy was now confused and starting to get worried. He bent down and started poking Dill. Dill, come on now. Stop it. It's not funny anymore, said Tommy. But unknown to Tommy, Dill Pickles is dead. <gasps> da, da, da! End of chapter! What a twist! <laughs> right? Uh... So that was the wild ride of Pickle's DNA. Oh my god. Rated M for Mature. That, that was rated M for Mature. <laughs> right. Was that was a twist. Infant death. Dang. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a wild ride. Wild ride. I think if it would have been uh, written better, it would have been too disturbing. But yes. because it was also kind of written badly, I was like, I'm into this. Be this like, I fun. can... I can... You I know, can shrug the baby death. Yeah, baby shrug this baby off. Homicide. Yeah, I can shrug this off. Yeah, it's fine. Holy moly! <sighs> yes. Yeah, when you said Rugrats fanfic was a wild ride, I didn't know what to expect. I assumed that you'd find like mm-hmm. five, and that in the world. Yeah, in the world. Oh no, there are there are some um, less creative ones where mm. it's just like retelling a Rugrats episode with, like, very minor input changes, uh-huh. which was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna read this, because no. I've seen this episode Yeah, it's, it's not thrilling. It's drawing visualizations to my mind. I was like, I saw the Rugrats so often that, mm-hmm. like, when, it, my, when I would drive places with my parents as a kid, mm-hmm. they would say, I'd be like, how long until we get there? And they would say, 
three Rugrats episodes, and then I would play a Rugrats episode in my yep. mind. I it, they came on Netflix in like like 2012 or something. Yeah, the some of the episodes went back on Netflix, and I remember watching them and like quoting them. Yeah. Because I had seen them so many times. Dang. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah. So. Wow. This is why we had a good strong drink. Yeah. This was a. Sweet strong. Yeah. This was pair a sweet. With this. <laughs> yeah. This was definitely much like the fig. Mm-hmm. It was. It sounds like it'll be a carefree yep. children's drink. Romp. But it was rated M for mature. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. And so have my assignment for you. Yeah. And I'm going to explain the context of why I'm giving you this because I think it's, I don't know why it came up. I was like doing like an internet deep dive or something. And I remembered the, uh, the jingle popped into my head, which the, the Folgers one. Do you remember what it is? Or no? Yeah. Um, shoot. It's something about like, uh, something about the best part. The best yeah. part of waking up is folders in your cup. Yes, but for some reason in my head I said it wrong, and I figured out why I said it wrong, which was, the best part of waking up is incest in your cup, which is because... <laughs> oh my god. There is a commercial from Folgers where a brother and a sister... <gasps> oh, I've seen that, mm-hmm, yes. Where they, like, lock eyes and hug, like, a little too intently... Everyone's like, what is that weird incest Folgers commercial? (laughs) And what I would like you to find for next week. Yes. Either you can find one of the several fan fictions written specifically about the Folgers incest commercial. (laughs) I didn't realize. I should have known better. There are maybe 12. All right. So you can either read one of those. I don't know how long they are. I feel like they're pretty short. So you can also kind of do a mishmash. Or... Find a fan fiction about another commercial. Okay. And surprise me. Excellent. And if they're very if they're all really short, you can also bring me a couple. Okay. Because that's like a like a quick quick shot. Yeah. <laughs> one about the Geico fictions. lizard, sure. one about the Folgers incest. One about uh flow of the progressive lady. I don't care. Just I like, would love to bring me some about that. commercial characters fan fiction. <laughs> What an adult thing to read a fanfic about. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, anyway, (laughs) I hope you joined us in our drink today because that was a lot. You need to drink for that one. (laughs) Also, I feel like you're not going to be able to find as refined of a fanfiction with this prompt. It's true. This will be a harder... I'm going to bring a classy (laughs) Folgers incest. (laughs) Please do. I... That's... Yep. That's When you're like, wow, I ship them too. Uh, like you know, and subscribe that would be... on iTunes. Yes. <laughs> Remember yeah, to yes. review us and share us with your friends. If you would like to write your own fanfiction based on any of these prompts, or just one that you've written already that's less than 5,000 words, mm-hmm. uh, or 3,000, we'll say 3,000, because that's a good 20 minutes of talking. Uh, there's less than 3,000 words, we would love to read them. <laughs> And podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what more can we say after that That's Rugrats that, episode? I, 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 we got in, in our baby voice. <laughs> in my baby voice. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>